The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When we expend negative energy towards others and the world around us, we push ourselves further away from our own success. Welcome to Wealthy Thoughts with your host, Richard Levy. Our show provides a positive blueprint to what you could be doing in order to bring more success to your life. Now, here is Richard Levy. Hello, dear friends in the USA and all around the world. I am Richard Levy, and welcome to Wealthy Thoughts. We'll spend the next hour showing you how to direct your thoughts energy, and positive action to attract an abundant life full of health, wealth, success, and happiness. Release negative energy such as clutter, negative people, anger, and the need to be right. Then write out your goals, set a date, visualize success, develop a plan, and then take action. Say your affirmations, be grateful, and send and give positive energy out. Dear friends, it's a spiritual law. When you want others to feel good, to succeed, and to have their needs taken care of, then the universe prospers you many times over. We will discuss all of this at our upcoming Think Like a Millionaire seminar on December 14th in Chicago. Just $30, see thoughtsmakeyouwealthy.com and click Upcoming Seminar. Today, dear friends, we are going to talk to a woman who has a lifetime of experience given to people, answering their needs, both personally and professionally. Has she been rewarded? Listen in and decide for yourself. Our guest today is Kanta. When people meet Kanta, friends, clients ask Kanta, how did you get into the business you're in? They want to get into her line of work. To date, now listen carefully, Kanta has never pitched any company or organization to get hired. Listen to what she says to that. And she can't sell herself. She says, but I quote, I can sell myself. Sounds like a contradiction? Not at all. Let Kanta explain that to you. What does she mean by that? And what kind of business is Kanta in? Let's find out today as Wealthy Thoughts warmly welcomes Kanta. Hi, Kanta. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you for having me, Richard. And thank you for calling me Kanta. Like Cher, I'm just Kanta. Thank you, Concept. Concept, if I were to greet you uh, on the streets of Chicago with the phrase Namaskar, you would understand me, correct? That's correct. Okay. You have such a beautiful accent. Would you please tell our audience where you were born and raised? 
when I was a little child, um, in school, we had to fill out a form, whenever we had to fill out forms, and there was this place about where you came from or citizen of, I used to write citizen of planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and I am a citizen of planet Earth. So although I was born and raised for part of my childhood in India, I've literally lived all over the world and have more recently worked all over the world. So the accent that you're hearing is part India, part Australia, part England, and definitely North Dakota. I am, well, we definitely hear the North Dakota part of it for sure. (laughs) That comes out clearly, but I'm speaking for an audience in the U.S., around the world, that your accent to our ears is simply marvelous. It's soothing to the ear. Kanta, you have a PhD. Would you please tell the audience what your PhD is in? I have a PhD in serial chemistry and technology. So it is a very specialized branch of food chemistry. Okay, specialized branch of food chemistry. Congratulations on your PhD, your academic studies, and we honor you. Kanta, what do you do for a living, please? I, I actually get paid for having fun. <laughs> you get paid for having fun. fun. Listen to that, ladies and gentlemen. Let's, let's hear about that, Kanta. And, and I don't feel guilty about it because every minute, every, everything that I do, I know is helping somebody. And I love doing what I do. So what do I do? I work with food. I work with the chemistry of food. And I specialize in food ingredients, everything from creating ingredients to creating ingredients that are actually good for you, taking it up to manufacturing level at the industrial level, seeing what ingredients do to the human body. So that's the physiological part, because I also have a background in nutrition. Mm -hmm. Seeing what manufacturing and processing does to the ingredient, that's the safety part, that's the chemist in me, and ultimately taking that ingredient and putting it into food products and teaching the industry to talk to the market and talk to consumers so people understand what this ingredient would do for them and why it's good for them. So I do everything from creating all the way to what is called commercialization or market realization, which means it makes money. Well, you're helping people. You're, you love what you do. How do you handle this question when people see you have all this fun dealing with food and helping people have a better life, a more successful life, and they ask you, Kanta, how did you get into this business? They want to get into this business. What do you tell them? I tell them, uh, first of all, I, I thank them because I think it's wonderful to work with food. I think as we go forward, there will be more people working in the area of food because guess what? Everybody eats every day, <laughs> <laughs> at least once a day. Some of us eat many more times a day. So mm-hmm. I'm always going to be in business. You sure will. To date, to date, I mean up to now, Kanta, you have never pitched any company or organization to get hired, yet you're very successful. How then do you get hired? There are a couple of things that one has to do in order for the company that is looking to hire you 
to understand what you can do. So the first element is trust. trust. Companies need to trust you. They need to understand that you know the business really well and you know how to solve their problem. Mm-hmm. And then the second part of it is companies also must like you. They must like you in the sense they understand your philosophy. So it's not just enough to know something, but it's the ability to communicate. And you can only communicate with people if they like you. Otherwise, they'll turn a deaf ear to you. So if a company likes me, they know that their consumers, their audience, their customers will also like me. And therefore, what I say about their food or about their ingredients will be accepted by their audience readily and therefore will pave the way for their food product in the marketplace. So trust is a big part and the communication is a big part. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to put that underneath your belt. Keep that in mind. Kanta, you cannot sell yourself, but you say, I can sell myself. Is that through building trust, this communication? That's correct, Richard. I believe that you, it is, if you, um, well, I'll take that back. When someone talks to another person, the way they present information has a lot to do with how the other person who is receiving the information perceives them. If I set out to sell myself, as in pitch myself to be employed by them, it's a big turnoff. But if I speak to the audience or to the company that I'm talking to with the idea of helping them, because I look at every interaction, whether it's an email, a phone conversation, or a personal interaction, as a way to leave a mark that is indelible. And the mark that I want to leave is simply this. knows my business, and she's willing to help me, and she can help me. So it's a big part of your success of doing, of helping people, if I'm understanding you correctly. That's a big part of your success, that four-letter word. I believe that's correct. Help is a very, very important part. You're willing to help them. They're willing to trust you. Everything else then is very secondary, and they don't even care how expensive I am. Uh, okay, so they don't care uh, so much uh, what your fee is, and not only do they not care about your fee because you're out to help them, it takes away the need for actually selling. Is that correct? That's correct. That is amazing. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about help your clients, help your customers, help them reach success, help their help them reach their needs. Uh, if there's the man or woman out there who's listening, uh, and we just have two minutes before we go to break, how can you advise them in any other generic business to help people so that they have to, they can get away from selling themselves? Selling is is really, uh, when, when someone's trying to sell themselves, what they're really trying to do is to explain to the audience what they can do. But that can sometimes be very difficult because the audience is listening sometimes somewhat skeptically. Mm-hmm. It is much easier 
to get this message across by simply helping the audience first with what their questions are, with what their issues are, and demonstrating to them your abilities and your willingness to help. Once you pave that way, the rest of the deal goes very quickly to closing because you don't have to explain, you don't have to demonstrate what you can do. They already have experienced it and are willing to pay to get more of it. Wow. And I, they, I know about your fee and they're willing to pay. Their fee doesn't even come into the issue because they're going to be helped you because your expertise. This is fantastic. We're going to come back after the break, ladies and gentlemen, and talk to Kanta about the power of giving. She talked about taking care of their needs, helping them out. We're going to talk about giving. I'm Richard Levy with our dear friend Kanta. This is fantastic. You're listening to Wealthy Thoughts on the Empowerment Channel at Voice America. Stay with us. We'll be right back. on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is WealthyThoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Levy with our dear friend, Kanta. And we're talking about Kanta's tremendous success in business, in the food business. And she's simply talking about how she loves what she does. And her goal is to help people out. And this has made her a very prosperous woman. Listen more to what she talks about in terms of giving. In fact, ladies and gentlemen, so many of you make life so hard by thinking only about yourself and what you want. I want you to listen carefully to Kanta as she shares with you the power of giving out thinking of others' needs in order to not only satisfy their needs, but also to go well beyond their needs. We're going to talk about karma, the power of giving, what that has done for her 
personally. Professionally, Kanta says she doesn't sell Kanta. She lives and works by the motto, pay it forward. Kanta, would you talk about paying it forward and giving, please? Certainly, Richard. That would be my pleasure. So I was born with this attitude of giving, which was very surprising to those who knew my family, for my parents were not particularly very giving people. They were very careful about what they parted with and very miserly and hoarded as much as they could what they had. And they were very scared from when I was a little child because I had this attitude that I believe is best um, described as noblesse oblige. Those who have, give. And I thought from the very moment I could speak or t- walk or write or put my hands out and, and interact with people, that if I had something, it was meant to be shared with other people. It's a feeling of abundance that some, does something magical. Because when you have something and you share it with the other person, most people believe that your portion gets minimized. It does not. It actually multiplies. It gets bigger. So when I speak with someone, when I'm working with a client, when I speak with a prospective client, I listen to their problem and I immediately see what can I say to them, what can I tell them that they cannot find anywhere else and which can lead them to some relief immediately. What that does is it gets them halfway Now, most people you would think would walk away saying, she's resolved my issue, I don't need to do this, I don't need to hire her. Instead, they become so happy with the success that they've seen that they turn around and say, what can I do so I can always have you near me? And that's how they engage me. That is fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, Kanta talked about coming from a loving family in India, but they came from the point of view, if understood content correctly, of being uh, tight, that is, concerned, worried about sharing and giving out. Kanta, on the other hand, from childhood all the way up to now as an adult woman, believes in abundance and sharing, that there is enough to go around. She does not fear about only so many pieces of pie. She doesn't look at a piece of pie or a pie. She looks at an abundant universe, and therefore there's enough to share for everybody, and therefore you feel abundant. Is that correct, Kanta? That's absolutely correct, Richard. And ladies and gentlemen, that is one of our, as we say in college, breakthroughs or foot stompers to be abundant in life. You have to feel abundant, and you want to model what Kata just talked about, sharing and giving. In fact, she gives so much, she helps solve the challenges, the problems of her clients or the people she runs into at the seminars or the talks she gives that they want to have her around and pay her significant fee so that they can have an even better life. And I compliment you and congratulate you on that feeling of abundance. So, Kanta, a gift compels the receiver of the gift to help someone else, or if you ever were to call them for a favor, they would help. Is that what happens when you give a gift away of helping? That's exactly correct. Um, I'm a woman, and women entrepreneurs often struggle with making connections 
with companies, particularly if they are led by men. Mm. And the biggest concern is, how do I, I don't play golf, I don't go out to the bars, so how do I communicate with the other side, you know, the other gender, if we don't have the same milieu? But what they fail to understand is that even in the few minutes of interaction, if, whether it's a phone call, a simple hello in the, you know, in the hallway, or just simple small talk at a networking party, if you can very quickly find out what ails the other person, what they're looking for, it could be as something as simple as looking for a, a napkin while they're holding a glass of wine, all the way to finding something because they have a child who's sick and trying to find what could help their child. When you help them, they understand very quickly about how giving you are, and they have a connection with you. This connection is a very important one because that's the connection I try and leave with everyone so that I know that the next time, if I need something from them and I call them, they will at least answer my call. And it's very important. People who have been helped always, almost always, feel obliged to return your phone call and to try and do something for you. And that's what makes business fun and successful. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, you want to go to my website this afternoon or tomorrow and thoughtsmakewealthy.com, click on radio show and listen to the show again with content and listen to what she just talked about in simple English. She talked about thinking of the others and taking care of them and you will get rewarded financially or through a favor or a thank you. In fact, Kanta, would you be so kind to relate a beautiful story that you shared with me when you needed just a cup of flour, you were making, I believe, a pound cake and it was a blizzard in Chicago. And there's a message behind the story, ladies and gentlemen. Please, Kanta. Oh, I'm trying to remember that story, but I know uh, it was some time back. You, so, wanted, you wanted to have make a pound cake, and but you did not want to go in the blizzard to get the cup of flour. That's correct. So um, I live in this uh, tall building in downtown Chicago, and in the wintertime, sometimes some winters can be very blistery cold, and it was in one such blizzard day when I decided I really wanted to make a pound cake. But when I opened the cupboard, I had most of my ingredients except for the, the cup of sugar, the pound of sugar. So you need a cup of, you know, a pound of sugar, pound of eggs, a pound of butter, and a pound of flour to make a pound cake. Mm-hmm. I had everything, I believe, except the sugar. Mm-hmm. Now I was trying to figure out what I should do. I could put on my boots and my warm coat and try and head to the grocery store, but I could also perhaps tap on a neighbor's door and see if they might be able to help me, and I could just do that in my pajamas. And that's exactly what I did. What was interesting was that when I did tap on their door and said, I'm going to make some pound cake, and I'm hoping that you'll have some flour for me. I had explained my situation, the need to make a pound cake, and what I was missing, the sugar. And what that did was most humans love to help. And so, of course, we have the sugar for you. By the way, I also have some nuts. Are you going to put that in your cake? And by the way, you're making pound cake. I actually got some cake here the other day, and I have an extra cake. Would you like to take that? Mm. And so 
I come back, not only with my cup of sugar, should I decide to continue to make my pound cake, but with another cake because I had helped them another time, and they were so happy that I'd given them, them a chance to return the favor, and they did that very grandly. And that's what I mean by leaving every interaction with something with the other person so that the ball is in their court and they are compelled to help you when you ask for help. Well, I, this is wonderful. And we're talking about a simple desire to have a dessert, a pound cake. And Kanta could have gone out in the blizzard, but she called on a woman, a neighbor, for the cup of sugar or flour, whatever she needed. And what she ended up getting, not only the ingredients she needed, but the pound cake. And she did not go knocking on the door and ask for the pound cake. And Kanta, what you had shared with me is that this woman, uh, Mary Jane, has insomnia. And that's the favor, I believe, you've been helping out. Is that what you've been giving that's, her? That's exactly true. I forgot that part. So the reason I even went and knocked on this particular person's door was because I knew she had insomnia and I knew that she would be up. And so if I went and got this, you know, I knew that she would be up and not be offended when I come at the wee hours of the morning looking for <laughs> sugar for pound cake. Mm-hmm. But knowing that she has insomnia also gave me a chance to help her and asked her, did she know what she could do for her insomnia? And so you start a connection. Um, Mary Jane was so pleased with the part that she actually was able to help me out that she could get some peace of mind and be able to sleep a little longer that day because the act of giving is very euphoric and very relaxing. And that's what it did to her. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the motto the, of this story, the, the long story made short, is whether it's a neighbor who has insomnia or a client that you're dealing with in business, take care of their needs. Whatever problem they have, whatever challenge, think of them, think of a way to solve that. Think of a way for them to feel better, feel happier, and the result is you'll get not only your simple request, you'll get more than what you asked for in the beginning, and you'll reach your goal faster. Kanta reached her goal to have the pound cake faster, correct? That's correct. And a feeling of having helped somebody. And that's important too, correct? The feeling of good of helping somebody. Humans are are in you know are inherently very helpful. They like to help other people. When you help someone, something happens to your your well being. You just feel very good, and you also make a connection. To be able to do that every day in your business is a tremendous thing. You walk away not feeling guilty or feeling bad about having pitched your job or your company to someone, but feeling glad that you helped somebody in some way and walking away possibly with a contract in hand or knowing fully well that should you need something, you can reach out to this person and they may consider you for another job. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we were talking about a simple pound cake, the ingredients, but the bigger picture we're talking about in Wealthy Thoughts is wealth and 
success. And when we talk about wealth and success, what Kanta is passing on to you is her nugget of success, secret success, is giving. Take care of their needs, help them feel good and feel better, and you're going to end up with a contract or a, a rate, uh, more money coming in, uh, more flow. This is fantastic. Stay with us, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Levy with our dear friend Kanta. We're going to talk more about content or success. You're listening to Wealthy Thoughts on the Paramount Panel. Paramount Channel at Voice America. We'll be right back. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is WealthyThoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Levy in the Windy City, Chicago, speaking with Kanta today. And the subject we're talking about is success and abundance and prosperity and what Kanta is sharing with you is sharing, is giving, is taking care of your client, your neighbor, your child, your businesses, and your customers so that their needs are taken care of and they're naturally attracted to you. In fact, Kanta, when you have a conversation with someone and you often provide a solution then they engage or hire you uh, to execute the solution. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. And you make every interaction so meaningful and so relevant that your target audience reaches out to you instead of you hunting for them. Is that correct? That's exactly correct. Um, I believe in this concept. I I remember seeing a little plaque once which had this uh, carved on it, and it said, she who plants weeds cannot expect to pick flowers. And I thought about it, and I thought, ah, so the trick is to plant flowers wherever you go so you can have flowers whenever you turn around. 
So how do you plant a flower in a conversation with a client or with a prospective relationship, you know, anything, any kind of a relationship that you're getting into by listening, listening to their cues, trying to figure out what is their greatest pain point, being honest about helping them. So it's, it's very nice of someone to say, how are you feeling? But it is even more important when that person says, I have a headache or my tummy hurts, to not say, oh, that's fine, and to move on, but instead to offer them something. Your head hurts. I'm sorry. Um, would you like me to come back another time? Is there something I can do? Um, I was going to talk to you. May I allow you to rest and instead come back with some aspirin or Tylenol? All these little things, you, you know, are very small, but they're very big to the person who is in pain. So listening to pain points and doing what you can to alleviate that is a very, very important way of looking at a path that could have weeds in it and planting little flowers. Because those flowers, ladies and gentlemen, will keep blooming over and over again. I still listen to people who come back and say, you told me the, you know, five years ago or 20 years ago about something that helped my mother's health. And they keep feeling, they keep coming back. They're very grateful to me. And they introduce me, not as Kanta, the food scientist, but as the person who, you know, saved my mother's life. And that suddenly elevates you in that position. Oh, that is touching. Ladies and gentlemen, when you're walking around your garden and you're driving down the road and you see beautiful flowers, focus on the flowers and not the weeds. Give the flowers away and they'll bloom in terms of profits and wealth in your life. Kanta, would you call this a pull strategy instead of a push strategy? Yes, it is definitely a pull strategy. So what happens when you're pitching your business to someone? You can almost always sense the other person, their arms across their chest, somewhat closed, somewhat pushed away from you as they're listening to you, trying to find where the loopholes are, trying to find what the catch might be. But if, on the other hand, the conversation is simply about what are the issues and offering solutions even as you speak with them, they understand that you're helping them and they tend to lean forward and listen and they want more and they come towards you and so you're pulling them towards them, towards you and your business or whatever you're offering rather than pushing them. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, to further illustrate this power of giving, you got to hear this very touching story. Kanta talked about earlier in the show that she came from loving parents in India, but they were not the most generous in terms of giving. But Kanta knew at a very young age, somehow from the universe, she had this spiritual feeling of giving. And Kanta, would you share with our audience around the world what you did what kind of business you had when you were six to seven years old in yes. business with your grandfather? Yes, I was a chicken farmer. <laughs> <laughs> so I was about six years old. My parents had just moved into this little town, and um, they, my father was in the army, so we moved quite a bit, sometimes twice in one year. But this particular time we had moved in, and we were a uh, 
uh, asked to stay in a house that also had attached to it a little chicken coop, which had about 25 chickens. So my father ordered that the chicken coop be pulled down and the chickens, you know, taken away. And mm-hmm. I stepped in and I asked, could I take care of them? And he looked at me and he said, you're going to take care of chickens? And I <laughs> said, yes, they, because chickens give eggs and we could give these eggs to people. So my parents were sort of skeptical about it, but they thought they would let the experiment run and they wanted to see what I'd do with it. And so my mother taught me how to go and get the eggs. And so next day there were fresh eggs for breakfast. But we had 25 chickens and that's a lot more eggs than a family of four could eat. So I took the other eggs to the neighbors and I asked them if they would like some fresh eggs. And of course their eyes were very big, they loved the beautiful eggs and they asked me how much it cost. I had no idea what eggs cost in the market, so I asked them, how much do you pay when you go to buy eggs? They told me, and I said, well, that's the same that these would cost. And they said, but why would I buy them from you when I could buy them from the store for that price? I said, mine are freshly laid. And they understood, and I said, I'm bringing them to your door. So they would pay for it, and they were fine. But then they discovered that I still had some eggs left over that I would then take around the corner behind to the servants' quarters. So in India, we have these big palatial homes, and attached at the other end are these living quarters for your maid, the butler, the gardener, you know, the driver, etc. And I would go over there and give the eggs for free. Well, one day, one of the neighbors wanted to know why I was giving them away for free or for nothing, whereas they were having to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And I explained to them, you know, they, didn't, they, they, were, they couldn't afford it. And I said, you know what, they can't afford it, so they can, have, they can have it for free. But you, on the other hand, can afford it, and it is you who's making it af- you know, affordable for them because, because you're paying me, they can have chicken or chicken eggs for free. Wow. Now, when the the wealthy people, did they want to negotiate the price? Did you ever feel embarrassed or shameful about selling these eggs to these wealthy people for full price? Not at all. And that's what I did from the very first day when they asked me why they would have to pay full price when they could go to the store themselves. I looked at them and I said, but these are my chicken eggs. They are freshly laid. You know they're coming from my, my, the farm next door. And um, you could never get them this fresh. So I think they're absolutely worth it. And the interesting part was the people who asked for a reduction in price almost always felt ashamed. But when I then pointed out and say, and I explained to them that if you paid full price, I can give the remaining eggs for free to the poor people out there, they almost always liked that because they felt that they made it possible for someone to have the eggs for free, and so they didn't mind it at all. In fact, they chose my eggs over the store eggs. They chose your eggs over the store eggs. Can we pass on a moral to the story about you sticking with your price to the wealthy people for those of us in the United States or India or Asia and never to be apologetic for selling your products, your services for the value that you put on it. The other thing, Richard, um, that is very important is that 
people value things for which they pay. Mm-hmm. And it is very difficult once you set a certain price to raise the price. And so it's very important if you want someone to value what you do, to set the proper price and then to stick by it. Some people like to do things for free, but if you do it once, you'll have to do it again and again. And pretty soon when you start looking at the way you spend your time, you'll realize that the more clients you have, the more free things you're doing, and that's a waste of your own efforts. So it's very important to set a fair price and then to stick with it because people really admire consistency and they can trust you even more. So you stuck with your price to the wealthy people. That helped uh, you have enough eggs left over to, to give them away to the servants for free. Do the servants, how did they show their gratefulness to you, their gratefulness for the eggs? They would actually come and help me with my chicken coop, and they would do a lot more things for me than anybody else. So it was very interesting to see how any of the servants who worked for my parents would bend over backwards for me. And my parents always wondered as to how I had this magical power over them. It was nothing. It was the free eggs. <laughs> okay. Before we go to break, your parents wanted to know where did, where did this magical power come from? The parents, ladies and gentlemen, if you've paid attention, had a complete different mental attitude about giving and sharing. They were closed. They had fear. Content, on the other hand, had a feeling of sharing, of abundance, of helping. Would you agree with me what I just said, Kanta? I absolutely agree with you. You're absolutely That abundance is such a liberating feeling, and it makes you feel stronger. You have a bounce in your step, and when people see that, they are surprised, and they want to have it. And it's a very, very infectious feeling. So, you are planting your flowers, you with abundance, with giving, it goes out and it comes back from the universe through your clients or customers back to you in terms of prosperity and good feelings. Am I correct on that? Yes, you are. Thank you. You're very welcome. And I want to thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, you're hearing some very simple concepts about success and in some respects, It is not very complicated. We sometimes need to just change our thinking, change our attitude. Her parents are lovely type people, but they think about abundance different from Kanta. And they looked at Kanta as having some magic powers. Kanta has the same abilities, thoughts as you out there, ladies and gentlemen. So give, share, think in terms of abundance, and it'll come back to you in terms of prosperity and abundance. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll continue on after the break with Kanta, talking more about simple secrets of success. I'm Richard Levy, and you're listening to Wealthy Thoughts on the Empowerment Channel at Voice America. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is WealthyThoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Levy with our friend Kanta, and we're talking about success and abundance and prosperity. And our talk today has revolved around flowers instead of weeds, helping people make their pound cakes or receiving their pound cakes. And these are metaphors for a success in life. Thoughts of abundance and sharing will only come back to you in terms of more abundance and more sharing. Contem, you had mentioned to me that you like the sound of money. And even you said the sound of someone's smile. Would you explain that, please? <laughs> well, uh, thank you for paying attention to everything that I've said so far. <laughs> I'm, I'm very impressed with that. Um, who doesn't like the sound of money? Whether it's just coins or change or the sound of somebody taking a big wad of dollar bills and then whirring it. It sounds wonderful. You know why? Because money allows people to do a lot of things. And for some, money actually allows them to be kinder and to be more giving because they feel they have some of it they can now afford to give. So money is a very important one. And money can actually make people smile. And the sound of a smile is one of the nicest things ever. So how does one put that into your own lives? When you're working with people... It's important to be fair about how you price yourself. It's important to be fair about the kind of efforts and the extent you go to in your business. While it's good to help others and to do what you can to establish the trust, the confidence, so they come back to you. It's also important that people understand and respect the value of what you've given to them. 
So I think that's what you're referring to. Am I correct, Richard? That is correct. That's correct, Contem. And I want to emphasize, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of you out there have been brought up from all kinds of upbringing, strict upbringings in school, from parents otherwise or otherwise with negative ideas about money. And if you don't like money, money will take that as a message and fly away. Kanta talked about love and money. Now, does dear Kanta love people, flowers, pancakes, food? Yes, but she loves money too. So am I correct, Kanta? Our audience out there needs to have a healthy, happy, positive image in relationship with money. Yes, that's absolutely correct. And I teach part-time. I teach both in my line of work, sometimes at universities, sometimes at vocational and trade settings. So when I teach people, uh, people tend to listen, but many times they did not get everything that was offered in that particular class, um, or they passed the word around, and I'm constantly getting requests for help with some people who are starting their business, particularly the food industry. Mm-hmm. Now, I cannot take on everyone as a client, but what I can do is this pay it forward, as I talked about, and that is help them as I'm doing and going about my own work. How do I do that? I've offered my mornings so I can spend as many as three, sometimes four days uh, a week in the morning when I'm usually out walking, um, I make the offer out to others around me that if they want to come and get an hour of my time or an hour and a half of my time, they're more than happy to meet me at 7 in the morning and I'll walk with them for about an hour. Sometimes it's 6.30, depending on how good the day is. Mm-hmm. And while I'm walking with them, I get my exercise, but I also get to listen to them and I help them formulate their thoughts or serve as a sounding board for them. Why do I do that? Because I love the sound of money. And helping others, especially young entrepreneurs or any entrepreneurs, regardless of their age, getting a start, helping them so they can be successful is wonderful because if they're successful, then you've got a network of very successful people who then pass the message along and it creates more abundance and more prosperity for others. So you're paying it forward. That's correct. That's how we started the show, and uh, that's how we're going to be concluding today. But Kanta takes a walk early in the morning, and she shares her wisdom, her experience, not only business-wise, but spiritually with people who are starting their businesses and help them become prosperous, which in terms the energy comes back, as you talked about karma earlier, comes back to Kanta. Kanta, uh, two big complaints in business is not knowing who to call and getting a response from people. I assume with your great attitude, that's not an issue. Neither of these are issues for you. Uh, That's correct. And that's really how you set yourself uh, uh, in a network. If you give, you know, a person who reaches out, depending on which way their hand is, you know, whether their palm is upwards or downwards, makes a big difference. When you reach with your palm facing downwards, where you're giving something, people tend to reach out to you and you can make connections. So even when you're looking for a job, looking for a new answer, looking for a solution in your life, looking for a solution in your business, 
walk out not to look for an answer, but to try and figure out what you can do for someone that day. Because you'll be surprised, ladies and gentlemen, that the same hand that reaches out to get what you're giving is very capable of then turning around and giving you a multiple of what you gave out. And suddenly you walk back with a solution to a problem you may not even have known you had, but more importantly, you feel very good about what you've done. Oh, powerful. Thank you, dear Kanta. That is, ladies and gentlemen, this afternoon, as I mentioned, uh, this radio broadcast will be on my website, thoughtsmakeyouwealthy.com. Click on radio show, and it will be the most recent link. You want link? You want to listen to it? I'm going to listen to it over and over. <laughs> this is very simple. It's very basic, but it's there are ideas that have been with us since the beginning of man and woman, and we just need to practice them. Contem, your spiritual knowledge about energy of giving and your academic knowledge about the food industry make for such a winning combination. If any of our listening audience wishes to get in touch with you, should they contact you directly or would you like for them to just email me and I'll pass on to you any questions they have? Richard, that would be lovely if you could get um, emails and pass them on to me for one big reason, and that is I'm traveling a lot these days, and I'd hate to miss anyone's requests. So if I do here, no matter how big or small, I would be glad to help, but just give me a little bit of time, because Richard, you know what troubles I'm having with my computer lately, but I promise you I'll get back to you. I feel the strength of your promise there. Kanta, you are a joy, and that's an understatement. I know our audience in the United States and around the world have found you an amazing woman. Congratulations on your personal and business success. And I would like to thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy schedule, Kanta, to be with us today on on Wealthy Thoughts. And to demonstrate our gratefulness, I'll be sending you a signed copy of my book, Thoughts Make You Wealthy. Richard, you're the one who's actually very generous, and you've set a great example. You know how much I admire you. Thank you. Thank you, Kanta. I hug you and wish you, of course, uh, even more success and prosperity. I, too, am an enormous believer in giving out positive energy to people in the universe, and that is stated over and over, dear friends, in my book, Thoughts Make You Wealthy. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being with us today. Tune in next week when we'll have... As our guest, a well-known woman in the success spiritual world, Dr. Terry Cole Whitaker. Terry is a monthly contributor to the well-known magazine, Science of Mind. You'll want to hear her discuss one of her New York Times bestsellers. That will be on Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, and 12 noon Pacific. As I mentioned, you can listen to today's show by clicking on our website, thoughtsmakeyouwealthy.com. Come see us in Chicago on Saturday, December 14th for our next Think Like a Millionaire seminar. Giving out positive energy, as we discussed today, is only one of many topics you'll hear about. It's just $30. Go to thoughtsmakeyouwealthy.com and click upcoming seminars. Kanta certainly talked about giving out today. Want a daily boost success to your uh, thinking? Then sign up for our free daily prosperity message at thoughtsmakeyouwealthy.com. Join 
our Success Wealth Conversations on Facebook, facebook.com at Thoughts Make You Wealthy. That's free. And also follow us on Twitter at Wealth Thinking. Remember, dear friends, whatever you focus on, think about, speak about, and write about is what you attract. Why not make success, wealth, happiness, health, and love the center of your attention? And by all means, remember to give yourself love, appreciation, admiration, and approval. This is Richard Levy in Chicago. Make it a prosperous week. So long for now. Bye-bye. for inviting positive success into your life this week on Wealthy Thoughts. Please join host Richard Levy again next Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and 2 p.m. Central Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And this week, think of something positive you can do to bring success to yourself and others. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.